You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is AfterBuzz TV for Southland. Tonight's host is Stuart Lill. Joining Stuart will be AfterBuzz co-host Phil Svitek. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Southland news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 347-855-8269. That's 347-855-8269. And now, picking up where the show leaves off and the buzz continues, Stuart Stuart here. Welcome back to the uh, eighth episode of uh, Southland, season three, Fixing a Hole, with uh, me and my good friend Phil. Welcome, uh, Stuart Lil. Thank you. Um, yeah, this uh, this episode was was written by uh, none other than, uh, I still don't know how to pronounce his name, but Keo uh, Hodari uh, Coker. Keo Hodari Coker. He's written, I think, three episodes a season. And um, the story was by Will Rokos. I don't know. Now, Phil, tell me mm-hmm. if you know anything about this, because sure. I don't really know, because this was specially labeled story by Will Rocco, so is that just the fact that... you? S- I mean, you see it all the time, Stu. How can I know you I see it all the time, but a lot of time, it's usually just teleplay by, or script by, or, uh, but it's never, but I, not never, because I see it a lot, uh, but story also by... Well, the story means that... Because usually it's like a writer's room who comes up with a whole story, or, or it's the person who writes the episode. Uh, who pitches the story, and then they work it out, and then he goes off and writes it. But in this case, this guy... Well, sometimes there's people... I mean, uh, it happens a lot with... Um, you see it more so in movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you do see it on The Big Bang Theory and TV. That's the one that th- comes up uh, top of my head. But basically, it means someone came up with the story um, and laid it out, laid out the outline, um, the treatment for it, which is a sh- uh, like almost a short story version of the whole episode... And um, and then someone actually puts in all the details and the action lines for the script and 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 structures it so that it can be filmable for TV. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Well, uh, if anyone out there didn't know, there you go. I actually did, Phil. I just wanted to uh, throw that one to you. You know, just pick your brains, test. Fair you, enough. Test you. Uh, Do we have a game show uh, sound effect, something like that? Like, did I just win? Uh, no. Well, I don't know if we. Uh, I don't know if we have any prizes here except for uh, milk and cookies that we can. Uh, Fair offer enough. You. By the way, uh, that is the pretty much the equivalent of what what John Cooper thinks uh, most cops have to do is just take a test. So I I just passed as a cop. Okay. Well, uh, we'll see if you can also pass the the um, the uh, shooting range uh, test. Um, Phil, I, I when is that? <laughs> what do you mean? When is that happening? What is that happening? We're gonna do it right here in studio. We're gonna we're gonna lay out some. Uh, some uh, Osama bin Laden uh, gun range uh, targets. Is that what they do? Uh, Are they really that racist? Do they really go that far? Racist? Yeah, come on. Hating on Osama's racist? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Phil. <laughs> Any, all right, continue, Steph. <laughs> anyway, um, 
I don't know what else, what targets would you prefer? Just black or white, you know, it doesn't matter. Black people? That's what? <laughs> you call me racist and you're saying you want black people to uh, or a white tar- uh, or a white oh, uh so hey, come on. Okay. Uh, you dug yourself a hole literally just like what this episode was about. No, I didn't hey. <laughs> um by the way, our first show will be streaming on Ustream tonight, and it is the game. So, no, I am not racist. Uh, there, <laughs> I am not even going to go there. Okay. Well, uh, but, yeah, if, yeah, Phil, tell us a little about what we can expect uh, by this with this stream. Well, it's our first live video stream. We did a couple tests uh, in the past weeks and have been getting better, and so this will be our first time streaming on Ustream. So uh, check us out. Go to Ustream.com and uh, search After Buzz TV. And yes. you'll see us. And then uh, eventually... Literally, literally, you will see us on camera. You will see it. Not us, me and Stu, but you will see our game edition. And then uh, eventually, Stu and I will be ready for camera as well for with Southland. Uh, yeah, next week. And it, will we will we be live on Sunday if we do the our my other shows on Sunday? Or uh, yeah, we could we we do cool. uh, Californication with Stu as well as Big Love. Um, I don't do Big Love with that, with Stu, but um, you know. Well, yeah. I forgot. Do you have a camera in the little engineer's booth? Does Jesse get a camera? Uh, we will have Jesse, DJ Jesse, will have a camera. Um, not, a, not maybe not right off the bat. Oh. We're figuring that out. Uh-huh. Don't want uh, Jesse to get too many fans. Uh, don't want him to get. Uh, well, you want a him to power. be the no, nah, but think of it. That he's the voice of God. You know what I mean? So you, <laughs> the omnipresent voice that you never see, mm-hmm. but you always hear. Okay, fair enough. Well, Doing our news and gossip, <laughs> which I'm excited for with with this one. With the, oh yeah, okay. Uh, I I I am looking forward to the, uh, to the, today's uh, news and gossip with Jesse. But uh, anyway, yes, back back to the task at hand. Back to the task at hand. We did watch a television episode today, and uh, that's what this program of After Buzz TV is about. Um, but yes, fixing a hole, which basically all these characters uh, tonight were doing, were fixing uh, fixing a hole of some sort, metaphorically. Um, and uh, let's I guess let's just start with our good friend. Sammy, who we all know, as this season has just been turned on its head in in his in his life ever since uh, episode four when when Nate was shot. Uh, but today, Sammy was uh, basically back at home, you know, once again with Nate's kid, and you know, asking if he's going to stick around. He's teaching him how to cook pancakes, and he, Sammy kind of all the while flirting with the wife, all the while flirting with the wife who. Uh, Who's standing by, uh, kind of out of out of eyeline of uh, her son, but yeah, you know. Um, and Phil, you were like, "That's how you do it, right there. That's how you get a. That's how you get a woman. You you prey on a widow. <laughs> you prey on the vulnerability. I'm <laughs> I'm just taking this from the Wedding Crashers when uh, you know, their mentor taught them to go to weddings and take um advantage of those uh, of the women there that were single, and then eventually when they Regroup with their idol, who they haven't seen in a while. He told them, "Nah, I'm over the weddings thing. You know what? Funerals. That's where you get a woman." Okay. So, <laughs> just saying, I I, I did. That was, t- <laughs> that, that was an excellent cameo uh, by Mr. Farrell. <laughs> yes, it was definitely one of the top ten in my book. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so it just kind of from the start, you know, he's. Uh, t- I, I don't know if this was the scene that. Wait, hold on. Okay, so yeah, he's talking to the kid, and the mom doesn't cry as much uh, with Sammy around apparently as the kid. The kid's just so blunt about everything, and you know, stay and and anyway. Um, 
but yeah, later, uh, Sammy's talking to, I guess, the, I don't know if she's the main detective on this case, because um, he's got to go to work. Yeah. And uh, he just pulls out, she has to deal with another witness, pulls out his phone, gets pic- picture of the uh, guy who we couldn't identify in the lineup. And you saw this online, right? A preview of Yes, uh, Southland, if nobody knows, on, if you go to TNT.TV, Southland has a page where you can preview two, uh, two scenes, an episode... Uh, I don't know how many days after they, how many, I don't know how many days it takes them to put it up, or how many days it, before the episode airs. But yeah, they usually show two uh, two scenes from the episode. And I saw this one and knew it was coming uh, because you thought I was just ignoring the television and <laughs> and uh, I did, I did doing my own thing, but I'd already seen it. But uh, anyway, yeah, but you know, she's just telling them that uh, look, a police detective did die. We all care. We're on your side. We're gonna figure this thing out and. But Sammy, you know, still wearing black. He still wants to take things kind of in his own hands, and he literally did when he took the picture uh, of of the guy, got him in his hands, all his information, and uh, and literally went. Off. I'm gonna I'm gonna really. This reminded me very much of the Dark Knight, where um, Harvey Two Face decides to take the law into his own hands after the death of um, Rachel, and so. Uh, Jesse, play my clip for me of, uh... You're trying to save her. But you didn't. I couldn't. Yes, you could have. If you listened to me. If you stood up against corruption. Instead of doing your deal with the devil. I was trying to fight the mob! You wouldn't dare try to justify yourself if you knew what I'd lost. Have you ever had to talk to the person you love most? Tell him it's gonna be all right? When you know it's not. Well, you're about to know what that feels like, Gordon. Then you can look me in the eye and tell me you're sorry. You're not going to hurt my family. No. Just the person you love most. All right, thanks, Jess. So basically... I mean, that's what him underneath the, uh, him ready to shoot the guy where the guy literally was pretty much digging his own grave. Um, just reminded me of that moment. Just so, Sammy was just so intense. We were good men in an indecent society. He just had to. The only. He just had to skip over everything. He just (laughs) had to hijack. Like what? What, What's, that's the best part. That is the best part. The corruption of Sammy. All right. You know, uh, and yeah. him going to the dark side. That's yeah. it. You know, there's no one thing happens, and that's it. Uh-huh. All good in the world for Sammy is gone, and you know, and and yeah, even he's gonna he's making the backdoor deals or gonna use his power um, with the law enforcement to get what he wants. Mm-hmm. You know, gonna be nice about it in some respect, like he was with the banker, but even then he was still pushing. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, because, I mean, this isn't about, I mean, as much as it might look like, I mean, they kind of were flirting. This isn't about getting the woman. It's just about, uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, turning to the dark side. Feel that He just feels so much guilt, and um, he's got to fill that hole in both everyone's account because now he's got no, uh, Nate's wife, and it's not uh, depending on him. And th- But this is the thing that just. So is he right still? Is he right to do it? Well, there's. 
There's a lot. That's a, this whole episode. There's like, is are they right to do this? Like, that's see, what, we had we were, were at the climax with. when Sammy was he could have done obviously one of two things: uh-huh. shot the guy or not shot the guy. And Man, that was the most. That was so riveting. I. Ah, uh, I, I mean, I literally screamed out in the studio, "Don't do it, Sammy!" And, and I said, "Do it." <laughs> um. But I I knew because we're only dealing we're already dealing kind of with a thin uh, cast of characters here. I was like, there's no way they're gonna eliminate a third of their stories because that Sammy is a third of their stories that that drive this show. I don't. And how would he get eliminated by what? Committing suicide after? What do you mean? Going to prison? What was he gonna do in prison? He I wasn't mean, gonna go to prison. He was gonna get away with it. Uh, yeah, but like every, like every character who does. Who commits every good character who commits an act of evil? He's gonna pay for his, his crimes. And uh, it's really no. Don't tell me, Stu. I like these sort of we we ourselves are in a society like uh, I I saw this weekend unknown and number one movie this weekend. And I gotta say the reason probably why it, you know I enjoyed it for the most part, but it reminded me too much of like Taken and the Born Ultimatum. Yeah, just kind of very cliche. The guy made Taken make it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so whatever, but it could have it could have been so much more. But the fact that w- the reason why people liked it is because it's such a it is a revenge movie. Yeah, and we like revenge movies too. So I feel Sammy should, you know, I would totally. I don't know. Maybe I'm just evil and corrupt. But yeah, shoot the guy. I don't care. Okay. Well, and uh, then then get away with it. That would be I cool. I mean, this honestly, this whole storyline reminded me of that Kevin Bacon movie. Um, Which one? The one where the. Uh, you're not talking about Tremors, are you? <laughs> no, um, <laughs> definitely not. Um, no, it's 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 uh, here it is. Death sentence. Have you ever seen that? I did not. Well, Kevin Bacon's son's killed at a gas station, and the rest of the movie is about like Kevin goes to court, and like there's the guys. They got the guys who killed his kid, but he uh, he says he he decides not to. Uh, he doesn't recognize them. Basically, like he recognizes them, but he decides not to. So. He can uh, ultimately take justice into his own hands and uh, and mess him up, and uh, which in turn kills his entire family. <laughs> mm-hmm. Those guys kill his family, the rest of his family, not just the son. And in the end, like he's killed everybody, but as a result, they killed the remainder of his family, and it was just the. Uh, it come on, like that's what I, I just felt like. That's where it was headed, and uh, I'm glad Sammy didn't go down that road because he would have been Kevin Bacon. No. He would have been fine. He would have gotten away with it. He would have gotten away with it. He would not have gotten away with it. I think so. All right. Well, but this this, uh, this hole in Sammy would have never been filled if he had, if he had killed the man. Because the man was saying, I'm, I'm good. I turned away from that life. I wasn't even there. Where's the proof? <laughs> that's, that's what I would have said if he I was, was Sammy. He was sweeping, man. He was... Oh he was yeah, doing a hard job uh-huh. late at night. Two jobs. He was cleaning up multiple places. Um, there was a lot of holes in this episode, by the way. The guy, he was in a hole uh, when he got him. Then he made him dig his own hole again, and then he was in a hole again with a gun down. I don't know, just a lot of holes. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of hole in. Stu's working on his symbolism. So, what does that mean, Stu? <sighs> what I, I think I can take it for face value. It. <sighs> There's a deeper meaning, Stu. Of course, there's a deeper meaning. But you don't care to elaborate. I'm just saying that he's dug himself this issue, and 
he's la- he's uh he's laid his bed and now he's gonna sleep in it and uh um all right. What are you going to tell me, Phil? What, nah. What do, you, what, do you, what do you want? You got like a three on that I one. I got a three. <laughs> three He's out of ten. He's got a raise from the, from the hole he dug himself. Uh, the the great, you know, digging, digging your Digging grave. ditches, digging. something like that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's there's more to it than that. Uh, but. All right, Phil. Take me to school, buddy. You want me to take you to school? Take me to school. All right. Nah, nah, not this week. No, oh, because you don't have it. Nah, I probably don't. That's all I'd had. That's because that's that's because uh, uh, I. I just I, I was just ready to pick apart your flaws. I wasn't actually prepared to uh, oh, uh, <laughs> my own. Yeah, it's much easier to criticize than uh than it is. It truly go. is. Yeah, I just see the symbolism. I I can't always tell you what it's all about. Well, but my big thing, my uh, the thing that I was preparing for, not the, you were obviously preparing for your symbolism thing, but I was preparing for my uh the. the why revenge why we like revenge and we like to see it on tv and in movies you know because in many ways we a lot of people especially in this in these economic times feel uh cheated and we want to go against the system and and when someone's going against the system like if he you know he's sort of using the law to his advantage and so yeah we'd have been like yeah he beat the system and he got what he wanted Uh but he was still good but John got that. Talking about John or Sammy? Uh, John. Well, John. Okay, you're skipping ahead now. Well, you skipped way ahead on me, so I think I, I think it's fair that I could. Uh, yeah, but I didn't go off topic. Uh, yeah, but you just you just cued music and skipped, blew over the entire story, and we just cut the climax. There was that was the, there was no transition. That was the, the smoothest transition. To okay, the demise of Sammy. Been. We got. I mean, <laughs> we really. If you notice the whole episode. Sammy wasn't prominent right up until the end. Uh-huh. I mean, sure, he kind of opened it up with it, and then we saw the um, um, him and the wife and, and the making of the pancakes. But after that, most of his stuff was like 15 to 20 seconds long, or uh, 15, maybe 30. Yeah. And the reason was we just needed to check in with him every now and then uh-huh. on the demise. But we knew where he was going, um, and we just... You know, we just had to be reminded that's where he's getting there. And then when we finally got there, we were that's that's what we were waiting for, and we were able to spend time there and see this in a climax. Yeah. And so that's why I skipped ahead because no one cares about the middle. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, Sammy doesn't shoot him, and uh, next thing we see, we he's pulling over. He's got to puke. He's got to purge himself from this evil that's built up in him, and he's turned against it. And it comes out literally on the side of the road in the morning. It's a new day, and uh, the sun just basks over him. He's he does not wear the leather black leather jacket. Much better, anymore. much better and, analysis right there. Yeah, thank you. Um, I, I I I was very comfortable with that one. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, but it kind of it kind of came to a, a halt though at the end. At least I kind of thought it did uh, when Nate's wife was picking up and moving, and that seems to be like all he, Sammy had left now and. Now that's gone. Where's he gonna go? He literally has no other home, and then right? His face became half light and half dark, and he became a Harvey Two Face. Became a Harvey Two Face, <laughs> which is see. And you know what? If you're gonna borrow any writing from anyone, might as well be Christopher Nolan in Dark Knight. You know? Did I did I tell you I caught? I think I caught. Uh, like I caught him red-handed. That Who? Christopher Nolan. Chris Nolan. Christopher caught him red-handed. What? His premise for in in uh, Inception. In Inception. Yeah. And in, Sheepshins, an episode in South Park, but yes, Inception. You you saw you what you? I think I caught him red-handed of where he got his premise. 
Oh, okay. Tell, is it the French movie? No, no. It's from DuckTales? A, from a, a du- I haven't heard of this one, but no, it was from a book. Uh, what book is that? Uh, the Art of Dramatic Writing by Lajos Egri. It's just it's this one paragraph where the guy's talking about uh, um, how characters come to uh, conflict. But anyways, he, he, he makes this, uh, he tells this, this, this uh, symbol, an idiom, uh, whatever, um, about how you put a seed in a guy's mind and then like as much as he, basically it's all about putting a seed in a guy's mind. Mm-hmm. And then that, that's going to lead to conflict, and that's all the movie was about was putting the the seed of a thought in the guy's mind. And so you think he stole? I, I think, think he just... stole it. I think he got oh, it from okay. that book. I think he got it from that one paragraph. It might not have been by. It might have been a hidden memory. It might have been a seed. It mm-hmm. might have been implanted in him when he whenever he's learning about writing that he when he read this. Book. Yes. Okay. That's great. But he still executed it. He did execute it. I do commend him for both that. both in filmic terms and in writing terms. So. Uh-huh. He can only be commended. Okay, so you you found it. I found it. Detective Stewart on the case. (laughs) Amazing, Stuart. Well, speaking (laughs) of uh, speaking of cases, we get uh, (laughs) we get some perjury in this episode. This was uh, you know, typically I don't go for perjury in terms of like commending it. Um, not not dealing with like a detective. Uh, sorry, not dealing with a. An episode of television. Um, I can't remember the last uh, uh, crime show where I saw perjury taking place. But anyway, uh, yes, Lydia and Josie—they're—they're they're, uh, having to clean up a mess and fill a hole of uh, of another detective who screwed up, um, wh- who was a witness in a crime, police officer or something. Anyway, forced out a uh, a um, confession for a murder, but that was illegal. So I find this drunk um, who. Who's that, tried to be an actress in Hollywood, and they uh, she's nervous, and finally, um, before I mean they have to delay her. She gets alcohol because the guy the guy she has to testify against right couldn't show up in time, mm-hmm. uh, or couldn't show up for like four hours. But yeah, but uh, Lee is like, look, th- we're not going to take this away from you. Like you're the star, and that's just what she became on the stand. She just is uh, basically like, yeah, um, everyone wants to be an actor and. Los Angeles. And unfortunately, this has led to being an actress on the stand uh, <laughs> where she just really sold it. Like, I, I saw him and he put his gun to his head and he said something about, he said something, mother effer, shot the gun. And uh, uh, Josie just turns to the lady. He's like, Gee, good. Like, that was muy bien, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, cut. But yeah, then, like, takes her out to dinner and lo and behold on the state out. okay so you're getting a dinner on the state uh-huh you've just whatever won this case for a lack of a better term and why would you like no you don't tell a cop that but she's i don't know how many drinks she was in uh at that dinner well she obviously had a so you still you train yourself not to say that yeah but you can't finish there i mean we were only like 40 minutes into the episode at that point all right that <laughs> well, I didn't finish there. I was just only starting there. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, yeah. I mean, I don't. I I've. I don't know how to say this without without um, making my with, without uh. I, I'm never mind. I'm gonna plead the fifth. I, I'm just gonna reel it back. I'm gonna start over because I was, about, right, to, I was right. about to go down a road that. Never mind. I'll tell you after the show. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, can you can you hold your 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 out al- your liquor, your alcohol fill, and not uh, say things that that shouldn't be said? 
I mean, I can. I it it takes training. I I'm I'm good at. I've gotten. I recommend this to uh, anyone, especially college kids. You know what? Just uh, it's it's all about training yourself. So you always know where your keys are, where your wallet is. So even if you happen to do get blackout drunk, you can still walk home and uh, through repetition know how to open your door and get in your bed. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> That's right. And so you know what? So don't say anything to the cops. Who cares if you're like, no, you don't tell them like, oh, yeah, I just lied on the stand. Like, who thought that was a good idea? Well, I mean, this was the first like solid role, quote unquote, uh, that she apparently ever gotten. So she was. Just so you so share with your friends and your community who she, are proud of you for so doing the perjury. Proud of it, and of course she's in a position of drinking, and with these two women who've like encouraged her, like slapped her on the back, like, yeah, good job, and like, and, like got her, encouraged her enough to get on the stand, and and I don't know, I I I, I can see why it came out that way. I can I can I mean. You know, it just it, it was it felt very natural to me, and uh, I can see why the woman did it. Um, I mean, I'm not saying that. Well, it was interesting because y- you always kind of think of like perjury as a bad thing. In this case, you know, um, the right thing was the wrong thing, which is what Lydia tells us that sometimes the right thing is the wrong thing. When she said that, was that when she put her in jail or when they were? Uh, when they were doing the thumbprints and all that, yeah, all right, yeah, well, around that time, yeah, but that's what that, yeah, that's what that woman was preaching is like, like nobody wanted to stand up, like I'm the only one, like everybody knew. I mean, the the guy across the, the hall or whatever was the one who really saw it, but he didn't want to come forward, and like they were pissed. But it almost seemed like in uh, Josie's face, like, well, on the one hand, she seemed like this is crazy, like why, like why do people get keep screwing us? Like first that that cop who forced a confession, now her, but at the same time. It almost seemed like she was going down the road like, yeah, because <laughs> that's just the kind of cop Josie is. It, like That's kind of how I feel about it. And it kind of like bends the rules for everything. And But Lydia's right there, and she just pulls out her cuffs, arrests her, and then, yes, brings her to jail, says says that, that line, and uh, that that was it. But she, you know, kind of comforted her in a way. I, I kind of appreciate that side of Josie. Uh, by the way, Josie – sorry, not Josie, Lydia. By the way, Lydia is back on the job. I guess they just – Rushed over that. Now I don't know if we'll ever see Russ again. Um, I don't think we will. He's obviously been fired, uh, as he said. And you're I f- can we get Donald Trump? You're fired. <laughs> that would be fun. But yeah, goodbye, Russ. Good riddance in yeah. many ways. I don't know. I didn't like him. <laughs> well, neither did I. But but I'd like to see what he does with that money. Honestly, I uh, I kind of want to I kind of want to see where he goes with that. He'll get all the other women he ever wanted. He's gonna blow it all. He probably will because he's an idiot. Or his ex-wife will get to it. Yeah. Anyway, I don't want to – you know, we should talk about Russ. He uh, he was a loser. He is. doesn't deserve our time at After Buzz TV. And nope. uh, Liddy prevailed. She got her job back and is now in control of her own destiny once again. That's right. And now let's get to John. Speaking of people who should do their jobs, this is, the, this is my biggest beat. Just do your job. Just do your effing job. And we could all get on with it. Like, stop complaining. I don't care. Yeah, uh, this, I'm obviously referencing the moment where John's screaming at this lady who's, quote, an expert at child psychology, right? As well as among other things. Yeah, yeah. Um, I couldn't tell. Was she a detective or just child services? Because she, she was at the... I think child services. I, I mean, I guess that would make sense if she was at the scene of the crime. But it was just the fact she was like, I couldn't let it off my mind. Like, I... 
I don't know what her job was, to, what she could do exactly as far as uh, – but I, mean, I guess she has access to sex offenders. So yeah. that, that And you sense. know what? Sometimes it does take people like John to yell at people like her and, and say, stop being lazy and do your job. Now, most of the time, um, you yeah, know, it does John turn out – well, it, you know, not doing to – doing his job. He wasn't, but we'll get there. <laughs> but uh, not to cut too much head, she does apologize to him. Now, usually it's the type of apology of like – you know, like, oh, my God, you know, like, thanks for yelling at me. I was able to – or, like, after they do the job finally because of getting yelled at, they're like, there you go. Jeez. I deserve something. And, like, no, congratulations. You did your effing job. Uh-huh. Move on. That's it. Just do your You're job. You're fired. That's right. You're fired. You're fired. That's a lot of firing. That must be Donald Trump's greatest hits. I mean, it, it should be. And I think, you know what, Stu? People should be fired if they don't do their effing job. <laughs> and if they do, congratulations. You did your job. All right. Um, just uh, d- diving, uh, jumping off that uh, the job thing real quick. Um, there was kind of an interesting, uh, I mean, kind of what drove this whole thing was John uh, back in the bathroom, and he had, had his, uh, his pills. And he, ref- and he actually abstained from using them. He flushed them down the toilet. Very, very proud of John. That's right. Doing that, but that seemed to drive him the entire episode because he was in so much, he was so pissed off and so much pain. And like, uh, and and he was coming off. Uh, I mean, he's addicted, so he's obviously gonna drive him crazy. Obviously, uh, obviously. And um, what's her what's her face saw it. Um, Dewey and and Chicky. Uh, but anyway, but yeah. Also at that scene, uh, Ben Ben was getting hit on again. And uh, Woo! It, but I mean that wasn't that was kind of like that was really minor. It was just the fact that what he told her about like like I'm just ready to be on my own because you know I I'm tired of sitting in the back seat. I kind of want to take this on. And then and then this the whole rest of the episode he's he's having to take the back seat with John uh, kind of going off on his own, not really doing the job that Ben wants to do. But but John once again. Prevails. Prevails with with uh, with Ben and uh, I mean Dewey does come between them at one point and like Dewey's like you know you know John you know you should be happy that he's that he's not like you know following you too you know really kind of going against you now and because I mean otherwise you wouldn't think he was developing as a cop you know if he was just playing your uh, playing second fiddle um, but at the same time I didn't know Dewey knew about his addiction uh, by the way I I had no idea from previous two seasons that I'd seen that that Dewey had a clue about that but um but that was a great that was great when he he, he told John that he should come to some meetings with him like I I think <laughs> I would have said kiss my ass too to uh to Dewey of all people <laughs> um and then of course the flip at the uh at the end when they find the scene uh by the way you didn't say his episode there they 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 stumble upon a uh, another another kid in a park because a school bus was held up by an armed robbery um, but the kid had nothing to do with it. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> it was the shock. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, the ro- shock that if you're listening to this, oh. you should definitely see the episode. Yeah, you should. These are big spoilers. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this kid had nothing to do with it. So they're looking for the rest of the episode. They're looking for uh, these this cave this kid was staying in and these these uh, the, this guy who apparently was was letting stay in his cave. What was the, what was the guy's name? It was so bizarre. Um, Okie dokie smokey. Okie dokie smokey. Um, so John, like, uh, like... In the magic cave. John has a history of 
of uh, of of child molestation, sexual. Uh, uh, not crimes. himself. Not himself. His sister. But so that's why you remember the what two weeks ago John put it put his made sure his dad stayed in jail, and that's why he takes every kid like that's why he values every kid he comes across. He doesn't just put him into the system. Well, he, get, he wants to do anything possible, and especially one that sounds like has the signs of being uh, assaulted in some uh, in some form. Well, he says uh, when I was younger, no one paid attention to me, and so once you have the badge, people pay, pay attention to you. So our job is to speak up for those who can't. Yeah. Great line. Great uh, just way to say it. <laughs> exactly, still. <laughs> I mean. So he is doing his effing job. Yeah, I know. He, I mean, he's doing the job that he came under the force to do. He's not necessarily doing the job that uh, that uh, that's going by the books, um, per se. Uh, but I think John's way of viewing things. I mean, I, 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 I hope that, that cops, all cops aren't like Chicky who kind of get into it to pay the bills to to uh because it's 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 a solid form of um of retirement and and health ben- i mean that's great yeah, i mean those are great and benefits. affords them ipod ipads i afford them affords them ipads as we saw i told you phil the other week that they I, they do make bank some of these cops in la um if they can afford an ipad uh i think they're doing well, pretty it's well it's only what four hundred dollars well i didn't get up to 800 I, we don't know which one it 800 was. yeah ipads man which ones are you buying? I'm not buying an iPad. I don't want an iPad. I just know the. I okay. We w- we will determine this iPad prices. Anyway, um, wh- where were we? Okay, li- this is the base one. Four hundred fifty bucks for a sixteen gigabyte. So and they go up to sixty four. So I'm sure that's around seven hundred at least. All right. So this must be the new version. I haven't kept up. I don't think there is a new version. I think I think it's still the one version. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> this is this isn't a technology show, but um. Phil, you got me lost. What was I talking about before this whole affording uh, iPad thing? Wait, uh, oh, I, I was saying that I want every cop not to get into it because of the benefits. I want cops to get into it because, like John, they have their own motives of keeping, of 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 taking a drive, having a drive within themselves to protect people, and then finding a channeling that uh, power that they get as a police officer or detective and protecting that niche of people who don't have voices like John's doing. And I'm just saying that I hope there are more people like John, despite the fact that they were ignoring robberies and stuff. But we know John deals with so many pointless uh, uh, 911 calls that the dude has the right to go on his personal mission, and uh, that's to uncover who the hell was doing this thing to this kid. And it was, of course, eerie to find that it was the guy who he, uh, one person because they went and. Um, Scouted all throughout the neighborhood, but it was the one old guy at the at 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 at, at the park who uh, was drawing things and apparently couldn't help him out, which led to obviously he knew somebody was on to him and uh, decided to hang himself. That's right. Which we found was in a very glorious nude fashion. Um, Okie dokie, smoky in the and, magic uh, cave. Uh, and the magic cave. Oh boy, that was creepy as hell. That was <laughs> some good uh, set set. Uh, Production design. design. So good production design, set design. I was really creeped out by it. It looked, it looked like somebody, something somebody had had done before. I don't know. I could. Some people are just twisted. And you think? You, you do you think we should? We should probably look into this. But it's one of those things where, like, they found out about this case, or like that the, the, this was in the paper of like a whatever rapist, and they were like, "Wait, hold, hold on, hold on." 
let's shoot a let us shoot a scene there, and then you guys can uh, you know clear it up or whatever. Thank what is, you. What does that mean? That means like they called the LAPD and we're like, hey. Oh, oh man. <laughs> that'd be sick and twisted, but that'd be some great producing. Well, I mean, I know they go in the streets and everything, but I, I sure as hell don't hope they take actual crime scenes, Phil, and and use them as their own sets designs. I mean, that'd be if we're talking about authenticity, uh-huh. and uh, as as Ben points sure out, this seen, is not TV. I'm sure they've seen photos of creepies. I'm sure they would go into that a little bit. Um, I wonder what these writers really dig into. I'm, I'm interested to, I'm really interested to know their research. I mean, because as I mentioned last week, one of them is married to a police officer, so she has that uh, kind of knows the frame of mind of an officer. And then I don't know, I don't know what I'd, uh, the guy who wrote this episode, who's written like half the season. I'm really interested in his story. Um, but anyway, I but I'm most interested in their research and how they do get how it isn't like it doesn't feel like it's tv it feels like it's real and, and legitimate despite the fact there are a lot of uh a lot of a hell of a lot of gunfights and high, high speed chases but that's to keep people coming back i have to say <laughs> this this show because you know you always hear about the people like i've never fired my weapon in 40 years of service and and i think everybody in the show has shot their gun more than once um eh, you know and I mean, at the end of the day, it's a TV show, so at you are day, you got to dramatize. At the end of the day, yeah, dramatize it, and I don't care. It's awesome. Every story, story is like life. If it's too much, if it is life, then it's just a piece of garbage. It's Nobody it's cares. The essence of life, not a reflection. That's right, and too too many people confuse that, and they create the slice of life movie, and that's why most of the times those <laughs> fail. <laughs> <laughs> Spice it up, people. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> anyway, um, I also want to touch on, because uh, they mentioned the Amber. Bad choice of words. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was a, uh, I don't want to call that a Freudian slip, because that'd be. <laughs> 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 um, no, that was, no. That was just a bad, yeah, bad, bad pun. Um, anyway, John mentions uh, the Amber Alert, and. This uh, this scene, I th- believe, was also online. That's why I looked it up. Um, no, no. It was in the promo. So, anyway, he, he mentioned Amber Alert. So, I thought this was going to be a big Amber Alert episode. I thought so, too. And We it, predicted that yeah, last week. That's what we predicted, yeah. Um, and it didn't turn out to be. But I, 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 I did look into the Amber Alert, and uh, I, I refreshed myself. I knew it came from, uh, from Amber Hagerman, a nine-year-old, back in 96, uh, in a... In uh, Arlington, Texas, which is right outside of Dallas, um, so I, I remember that time. I I didn't know that I, I was actually younger than this girl. I kind of always felt like I was older than her, but it's just because she stays frozen as a child forever. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, but that's who this whole Amber uh, Alert thing is named after. But now they've changed uh, instead of just being Amber, like cause it's named after. They made it, they called uh, America's Missing Broadcasting Emergency Response. That's that's what uh, that's what it stands for. I see. But anyway, I mean, there's there's complaints about it. Um, there's a criteria for it, which which uh, might have been this kid didn't fall under um, because you got to fit four things. Uh, so the child must be under 17 that's or 17 okay. or younger. That's one. Can we get it? Can we get some dings? Ding, because that's a check for him. That is, yeah, because he's under 17, okay. obviously. Okay. So, yeah. Next one. Uh, law enforcement must confirm that an abduction has taken place. Okay, John determined that. Ding. The, well, no, John guessed it. Determined. The cat. Ca- what? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. 
What did he say? They said the mom and the the dad was dead, and the mom, I don't know. They okie dokie smoking. Okay, whatever. Uh, next next one. Uh, the child must be at risk of serious injury or death. Okie dokie smoking. Now that's that's one that apparently they actually tend to ignore sometimes when they do these ambulers because mm-hmm. you never know if it's you never know with a parent that takes their kid. Um, most likely they're not going to injure the kid. They're just kind of. They just want custody, but uh, they'll still issue an Amber Alert regardless. Um, and then the last. Well, I think I mean it's, it's the safer choice. You know what I mean? It like, is a safer choice. Uh, it better be safe than sorry. Um, and then, the, of course, the last one. Uh, there must be sufficient descriptive information of child capture or captor's vehicle to issue an alert. There we go. And um, <laughs> okie dokie, Smokey in the Magic Cave. There you go. So this kid had it pretty solid. And um, usually, what they'll do is uh, they'll as as uh, Years have progressed. They put them on like those billboards on the side of those digital billboards on the side of highways, and which have been complained about because it can slow down traffic or take your uh, driver's eyes off the road, cause possibly cause accidents. I couldn't, I didn't find anything about an actual accident being caused by an Amber Alert. Um, but anyway, but yeah, so that's that's kind of the Amber Alerts, and uh, you because you want to issue these as quickly as possible. This kid was missing for like two weeks apparently but uh typically children are abducted and murdered within the first three hours um at least 75 percent of them are and uh this kid got lucky uh we don't know if this guy killed anybody but in the episode well he had some weird clown mask. he had some weird clowns uh some clown that was so gosh what i, I mean Stu. okay last thoughts before we go to commercial um yeah. this this show about kids uh-huh what are they trying to say? Well, they, they always bring it back to kids um, in the sense of we see Sammy with the kid. We see that um, we see that the guy Sammy tries to kill has a kid coming. John's always trying to save kids. Now Ben's kind of saving kids. Chicky kind of maybe wanted kids but doesn't have kids. No. <laughs> There's a lot of kids. Yeah, you seem to be against them still. I'm not against them. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to figure out... Th- I mean the no, no, symbolism set, there. Just the youth, Stu. We gotta we gotta look out for the youth. Looking Is that out. what that means? Well, I mean, one episode was basically all about uh, the uh, how it all starts with the parents, and you know, like all these kids are obviously don't have parents, so might as well at least set set a uh, example, at least as a police officer, and hopefully they can oh. run with that. And Dewey and Dewey uh, mentioned that today when uh, he said, you know. With with the bathroom scene, he, he was talking to John about, and basically uh, Ben was the son. Yeah. In that metaphor. Yeah, yeah. So awesome. Is that our conclusion? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. All that right. Let's go to commercial. Uh, Want to find out what the after buzz is about? Janice is a drama queen. This yeah. is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call at three four seven eight five five eighty two sixty nine. This television, and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. You mean it's Shakespearean? You never know what goes on behind closed doors. Get in on the after buzz. Three four seven eight five five eighty two sixty nine. Now, in the eyes of Jimmy. Nucky is a villain. Listen on iTunes. I mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? Find us on Facebook. Your husband or your best friend? Follow us on Twitter. And then she's trying to kill him, so it justifies it. I'm like, oh, now it makes sense. And visit us at AfterBuzzTV.com. <laughs> the wig! The wig! Oh, come off. That wig! Come off, baby! No! What? Boardwalk Empire. Desperate house. 